Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to WISE, and thank you so much for tuning in today. We are in the midst of the holiday season, which I love. I am a big Christmas fan, not because of the gifts or anything. That is not my love language. If you're wondering, it's it's probably not a surprise that it's words of affirmation and quality time. I also love physical touch. Uh, but I love it for the feeling and the vibe. And to me, it feels very joyful and it's a remembrance of all of those things. And I also love the energy of a new year. And that goes along with what we're going to be talking about today and discussing in terms of how we can cultivate joy and how that is very different from pleasure. If you know me, you know that I'm somebody that really values daily joy and daily happiness. And I didn't always used to be like this. And this is something that has been an absolute practice for me. And I didn't used to be this way. And I got a question last week on Instagram after I had shared my whole uh, Cranberry Waterloo saga. I finally found it at Lazy Acres Market here in uh, Hermosa Beach. And I was so happy and joyful to have found that drink. And it wasn't even like my favorite flavor, but it was just the fact that I was looking forward to it. And then I found it unexpectedly. Maybe I manifested it. Probably not. (laughs) Um, But maybe. But the point was that I had something to look forward to and something that was very small and tiny. And that's going to be the theme of this episode is really cultivating that daily remembrance, again, why I love Christmas, of coming back to ourselves. And what it really comes down to is feeling grateful. Now, this is very different from pleasure. And the reason that I am so adamant about this is because I used to be a giant pleasure chaser. I was obsessed with like tasting all of the best foods and like having all the alcohol and uh, shopping and always needing to have like exciting things, needing to go to parties and loud places and, you know, really going after achievements and accolades and all of those things. And there's nothing wrong with those things, but they can't be the reason why we are happy. First of all, they're fleeting. And second of all, they don't happen that often. (laughs) And we can't, what are we going to do in the in-between? Like the in-between is most of our lives, right? When we have something like, let's say it's like, you know, 
parties that you love. That's like maybe once a week or twice a week. Maybe it's every day for you, but the thing is that they usually have consequence. We're going to talk about that in a second. I wanted to remind you that Intuitive Macros opens up for enrollment to the waitlist two weeks from today. So on December 20. 7th, 2021, I'm opening up enrollment to my six-week signature group nutrition program, Intuitive Macros, uh, which is going to begin on January 11th. Spots go to the waitlist first, and you can get on the waitlist by going to my bio link on Instagram or by going to the show notes or by sending me a DM and I can send you uh, the form to get on the waitlist. That doesn't lock you into anything. It just means that you will be the first to receive the information and you will have the option to enroll. I'm so excited for that. And honestly, I'm so excited about my business in 2022. Uh, 2020 and 2021 were really tough years for me and I had to, for everybody, But as I've talked about, I went through a lot of personal things in those years that were really tough. Ultimately, they were what I needed to go through. But, and maybe that was my decision to view it as that. But um, I chose to have those events, you know, make me better and stronger. And because of that, I had to put a lot of energy into that. And I didn't have as much bandwidth to put into creating new things in my business. Obviously, I love my business. I love serving my clients. We have grown every single year exponentially and by a lot, which I'm so grateful for. But I did not have the energy to, again, go to that next level, which I know is going to be happening in 2022. And I have a lot of cool offerings and things to talk about, not on this podcast, but I will be sharing them with you. Opportunities to go deeper with me, opportunities to not talk as much about food if that's not what you're into. And that goes into my program, Bloom. So I had talked about this last year and I and Bloom is going to be a life coaching transformational program that food will be a component of, but it's not going to be a food program. And right now is the right time for it. You've heard me talk about it. You've heard me say things about it. And I will be taking women through a mentorship to do life coaching, transformation, live more confidently, authentically, set boundaries, things like that. And right now is the right time to continue building that and continue having it brew. It will open up for enrollment in February. So you can also get on the wait list for that. I'm going to be creating some an info page for it a little bit later, but right now you can join the wait list for that as well. But I just wanted to say that I'm so grateful for you being here and for you know listening to the podcast and supporting me. It means more than you know. So let's get into this discussion. So again, joy is different than pleasure. To me, pleasure involves some sort of pain. And I talk a lot about pleasure on Instagram, but the pleasure that I'm talking about is like very momentary pleasure that only lasts for a little bit, but that I'm able to sort of squeeze the complete juice out of, right? Like if I eat a chocolate, 
I am, I actually don't chew chocolate. I just like let it melt in my mouth and it lasts a long time. And after, if I pay that much attention to it, if we pay that much attention to sweet things, to pleasureful things, then like we don't have as much of a need to have a lot more of it, right? Because like we've enjoyed it in that moment because there is a tipping point when it comes to pleasure, it feels good, it feels good, it feels good. And then at a certain point, the pleasure goes down and it starts turning into pain, even though we start chasing that initial hit that we got at the beginning of that. Now I've been talking, I mean, reading a ton about dopamine and the brain and all these things. So I'm going to actually do a whole episode about dopamine and why sensitive people, people that you know, suffer from anxiety and depression as I do and as I have are more susceptible to these things because we have more sensitive brains. And I did that episode about how I went to Vegas and how it was like a sensory stimulant. I was going to say stimulatory. (laughs) It was like a sense, very sensory experience. And I think that we should be equipped with this knowledge to handle these things. But Pleasure always has that tipping point. You know that when you're eating something, it's like, okay, it's good, it's good, it's good. And then it tips and we start feeling like shit and it always leads to pain. This could be with gambling. This could be with shopping, social media. I know you've probably heard about this with like scrolling or even experienced this yourself. When you start scrolling, it feels really good. And then at a certain point, it's like, oh, I'm starting to feel like shit. And the habit there, the action step should be like, okay, I'm, I'm mindful enough to recognize when that happens and then I'm going to step away. But it's really hard when your brain really loves it and it wants to get more pleasure out of it, even though it's causing pain. So pleasure is also about getting more in the future. Like when you start, you kind of can't stop. And I think that we need to be mindful consumers of these things to know ourselves so well, because again, abstinence is not the answer for all these things, to know ourselves so well to take it for what it is. Like to me, food and eating used to be an event. Like it used to be this like, okay, I'm going to binge and it's going to be for hours and I'm going to experience the pleasure just over and over and over versus thinking of it as like a momentary thing that is going to end Therefore, I should try to savor it as much as I can. That's why I always give you the little kiss emoji that those lips like that kissing thing as like, hey, get romantic, savor this because it's going to stop. And if you don't pay attention to it, you're not going to feel satisfied and you're not going to feel like you got all of the juice. So to me, that's what pleasure is. And not to say that we shouldn't experience them. I'm saying that we need to have a better relationship with them and also know that that doesn't bring happiness, especially in this day and age when like everything is about overconsumption and overindulgence. And like at every turn, there is something. There is more social media, there is more food, more process, more sugar. It never ends. And this is also like, I hate to say it, but like vacations, vacations also sort of give you that buildup of like, okay, I'm going to be excited about this thing for months or weeks or whatever it is. And then I'm there and then you end it and you're like, oh, well, shit, now I have to go back home. And I used to really value that. And I, I still do. But again, it's more of like 
a cherry on top of my already happy baseline. So pleasure to me is circumstantial. It's, you know, this also includes like external validation and compliments and things like that. Those don't actually do anything to build up your own sense of loving yourself or, you know, celebrating yourself, cheering yourself because granted they feel great, but at the same time, we should be able to foster that sense within ourselves and we should be able to pull it from our own self-worth and self-esteem. And it's a practice. And the reason why I think that the practice of joy is more sustainable is because that is most of our lives. Our lives are, for the most part, pretty simple and mundane, right? Like we wake up, we do our work, we might work out, but a lot of a lot of our lives is like really, really simple and like, okay, I'm going through the days, granted to different degrees, depending on um, who you are. If you have like a really exciting job, then it might be different, but there is a sense of monotony and routine involved with our daily lives. And if we wait for those fleeting moments of pleasure, then it's going to be really hard to try and find joy because the pleasure is much more concentrated. There is much more um, of like that exciting sensation, whereas joy is very steady. It's constant, it's stable. It doesn't give you those highs and lows. And honestly, for sensitive people, we have a more sensitive nervous system which also has to do with why we feel the pleasure more intensely, which really takes us through these like highs and lows. I remember when like sugar used to be my ultimate happiness and it was a pleasure. And I would constantly be in this like state of going up, eating it, getting up, 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 and then coming down like, oh shit, it's gone. And now I'm sad that it's gone. Now I need to eat more. I'm going to get up again. And then I'm going to go back down. So it's like this constant up and down on our nervous systems. And there is a feeling that I get when I am joyful during my day. And it's just like this very grounded feeling. And it's really empowering because you start seeing that like, oh, I don't need anything like giant or huge in order to be happy. I am, I can be happy right now. And then the other stuff is just like celebrate that even more, but recognize that it's temporary and recognize that you will come back to your day-to-day life, that routine, that, you know, sense of monotony to a certain extent. Now, I just want you to think of those feelings of how like chaotic (laughs) pleasure can feel and then how steady and grounded and nurturing joy can feel. So there's a couple steps that I want to walk through here, and I want you to take as much time as you need to with these steps. And the first one is I want you to notice your propensity to want things to be super exciting, and then be honest with yourself about whether they actually work. Like, do these, and and be honest with yourself about like breaking down these definitions. Like, does chocolate really make you happy? Like that's how I used to think. <laughs> like and it's okay if you're there right now. Like it's a an addition to our current happiness. But the thing is that if we put too much of our eggs, like we're thinking about like oh, I'm putting all my eggs in this basket of the food and the pleasure, then 
again, it's very fleeting. And it's also like what's going to happen when it's not there. And the thing is, if we go into it even deeper and we want to extend that pleasure, it's always going to lead to pain. And the reason that I know these things is because like I did this for such a long time and I just constantly found myself unsatisfied. And there is a spiritual component here. And the spiritual component is finding that meaning, that fulfillment, that happiness outside of like the things that you can see and really finding that comfort in something greater in you trusting and having faith in the fact that like you can find this joy. So again, really be honest with yourself about like, do those things actually work for me? Am I actually feeling joy or happiness? It could be feeling a hit of pleasure, but it is not the same. So that's the first thing to like sort of mull over and think about. The next thing is what can you notice in your life that's already there that's really good? Typically, we don't need to add anything. We just need to notice what is here. Is it going to be your, you know, what are some things in your day that can bring you joy? Is it your cup of coffee? Is it a bath? Is it a candle? Uh, is it the fact that you really love your family or your partner or your animal? Focus on those things. The, our brains have a tendency to look for what is not there and to glaze over what is already there. So I really want you to notice what is here that I can be literally go through your day, wake up and be mindful of it and scan your environment. We're going to be talking about mindfulness in a second. Scan your environment. Can I be happy for this pair of workout leggings that I or joyful for these workout leggings that I really love? Can I, um, you know, love my plants or my desk or my computer, something that like really brings me joy? And can I notice those things? Can I notice the people? Can I notice my relationships? Can I notice my relationship with God? Can I have gratitude for myself for showing up in the ways that I need to? What can you notice? Name three things that you are grateful for. I'm going to say it right now. I got Miss Faye next to me. I'm so grateful for this dog. I am so grateful for the fact that I have my own space to live in. I live in a two-bedroom apartment, and I'm so grateful that I live here in California in my apartment. And lastly, I'm going to say I'm grateful for my plants because none of them have died. One of them is on the verge of dying. (laughs) It is not dead yet, though. So I'm really grateful for those things, and they make me joyful every time I walk past them. And I want you to specifically notice and feel those sensations of gratitude. And the way that we do that is by breaking down why we find happiness in them or gratitude in them. So I love my dog because she is happy all the time. She is obsessed with me and she makes me laugh literally all day long. She is the sweetest little thing. I love her so much. I love my plants because they are gorgeous and they depend on me to stay alive, except for that one. I don't know what's happening with it. It's like that rattlesnake plant. If anybody has any tips on that, please let me know. And for my apartment, it has great light. It has an amazing cozy vibe. I am not the biggest fan of my neighbors. We'll talk about that another day. But um, 
I'm really grateful to live here and especially to have my own office that I can work from, which I have a desktop desktop computer in here, which helps me not work from the couch. Um, But those are things that, you know, when I break those things down, I can see why I'm grateful for them. Lastly, I want you to go through your day and notice different sensations. And this involves mindfulness. This involves, and to me, mindfulness is not, it's a tool, but it's something that you have with you at all times. It's, and it's honestly remembering to me, mindfulness is having a conversation with yourself and remembering to notice. So how can I notice and how can I be in my senses and be present? Presence is, I think, the entire part, the most important part of finding joy, noticing what's there, being grateful for it, being alive to it, not thinking that you need to be somewhere else in order to be happy. Remember, if you're not happy right now, you will not be happy with the thing that you think is going to make you happy. So I've done this so many times with moves, with partners, with money, with like things from buying things on Amazon. You you know what I mean when I say buying things from Amazon, <laughs> like you order these things and it's a whole process of like, I'm going to think about it, then I'm going to order it, then it's going to come and then it comes and you're just like, well, okay, I was excited for a little bit, but like not that much anymore. We have to learn to be happy right now with these things that I am talking about. And I want you to notice the sensations, breathing, smells, taste, um, music, things that you can find every day. And it comes from noticing what is already there and bringing presence to that moment. Now, when I think of my happiest, most joyful moments, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, I would have said going to fancy restaurants and drinking and eating until I felt terrible. I would have said, um, you know, going to clubs. I also would have said like vacations and like doing really exciting things, going shopping and going on a shopping spree. I would have said like my accomplishments and the fact that I made a certain amount of money. And again, I put so much um, emphasis on those because I thought that they would make me happy. I literally remember graduating from my master's degree thinking that, and I think I've told this story before, thinking that I would that that would be the moment, like, oh, I'm going to be complete. I'm going to be happy once I get my master's and like delaying my happiness because of it. And I looked, I shook the dean's hand as I had, as I was like walking across the stage with my cap and gown. And I looked at my family in the audience. They were like going crazy, like waving. And I remember looking at them and looking back at the dean and being like, oh my God, I'm still the same person. <laughs> now I just have a master's. So like, Okay, well, <laughs> that didn't work. It is, we also do this with our bodies or goal weights or, you know, looking a certain weight. And what happens is that we move the goalpost on our goals because what happens is that we get there and we're like, all right, what's the next thing? I can lift 200 pounds. When, when am I going to be? I'm going to be, okay, now 225, now 250. It's like there's never going to be an end unless we notice right now what is here what is pre- what we can be present for, what already exists, and things that we can bring appreciation to every single day. If you have hung out with me in person, you know that I get so excited 
at the simplest things. I was out to lunch with my friend Jamie the other day and we had a great meal. And after the meal, I ordered an espresso and it came with like a rock sugar uh, stirrer. And I hadn't seen one of those in years. And I was like, I was dying over excitement. I was like, oh my God, the stirrer, it's so awesome. And like, I was so excited by that thing. So like, that is a perfect example. Little things like that, that you can just like get excited over and look forward to and find little pockets where you can be present. So I encourage you to find those things. I encourage you to cultivate daily happiness. And I think a big part of this has to do with feeling good in your body. Because when I didn't feel good in my body, I didn't want to be present because I like didn't want to accept where I was in my body because I didn't feel good. And this is honestly why I coach fat loss, because I know what it's like to be in a body that you don't recognize and that doesn't feel comfortable for you. And I know that you can feel a lot more freedom and a lot more presence if you are in a body that feels good to you and that you feel comfortable in your skin over, you know? So those are the things that are important for us to continue to notice and cultivate. If I don't feel great in my body right now, what is something that I can do in order to feel better? And it's kind of a conundrum when we talk about bodies because like, We feel uncomfortable in our bodies, and this was my biggest thing. We feel uncomfortable in our bodies, and yet we get pleasure from food that then contributes to that other problem. So it's like we're being blind in both directions. And I am somebody who was really blind for a long time, not literally, but blind to my wants and my desires and my needs and that also goes along with not being honest with myself. Are my actions actually driving where I want to be? Are they driving my goals? Are they, you know, something that is actually getting me to where I want to be? And that's a really uncomfortable conversation with yourself that you have to have with yourself, but it's important that we do have it so we can feel in power and we can feel in control because nothing out there not a person, not a thing, is responsible for your happiness and your joy except for you. And this can be a really scary realization, especially if you've outsourced your happiness. But it's also really empowering because it takes the power back to you. It might mean that you have to change things. It might mean that you have to, you know, do a little bit more work. It might mean that you need new friendships. But it will get better once you take that responsibility back and you know that you are responsible for it. If you are relying for other things to make you happy, you'll never feel fulfilled because it'll never be enough. So those are the thoughts that I have about happiness and joy. I will be talking more about this because I think it's a really big conversation and I think it's also important to continue to differentiate pleasure from joy. Again, I love pleasure, but I also know that it's fleeting. I know it doesn't last. And I also prioritize my joy on top of that. So we will be having episodes about that uh, too and the brain and how that, um, you know, as sensitive people, we can be a little bit more susceptible to that. 
But let me know if this episode resonated with you. Get on the Intuitive Macro waitlist if you would like to be a part of the next round beginning on January 11th. I love hearing from you all. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast. I hope that you enjoy the rest of these weeks in the holiday season. I will be putting out uh, two more episodes this week, so stay tuned for that. And I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.